If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, April 30th. All the U.S. equity futures indices are trading in the red, so S&P futures are off about 10 points. That is about 25 basis points. NASDAQ futures are off about 45 points. That's about 30 basis points. The Dow futures are off about 56 points. So that is about 17 basis points. So U.S. equity futures are in the red. As of right now, Amazon is up about 2.5%. So that's about $84 after its report last night. The major European indices are trading about unchanged overall. Unchanged up about 10 basis points. So up small. And Asia finished in the red across the board. Um, you know, Hong Kong in particular was very weak, down about 2%. Mainland China, the Shanghai comp fell about 80 basis points. Um, so a little bit of a subdued tone this morning. No major headlines, but a couple of items to note. So just starting with the macro, then going down to the micro. Um, negative economic data out of China. So the China MBS PMIs for the month of April. These are kind of the first look at the country. Um, you know, for the month of April, were were relatively weak, um, especially services, which came in light, and then manufacturing uh, missed a little bit as well. Um, so definitely some signs of uh, you know mild slowdown in the China uh, economy. GDP figures were out from a variety of different countries, including across the board in Europe. The EU GDP figure overall was a little bit um, better than feared, but Germany fell short of expectations. So you have. Um, China MBS PMIs and then the German GDP both came in light. That's certainly, um, you know, casting a, a mild pale over the uh, broader narrative today. Otherwise, as far as macro news is concerned, it's kind of more of the same. So a lot of the main themes and trends. So um, with regards to monetary policy, again, you are seeing central banks at the margin dial back the pandemic era stimulus. Now it's occurring at an extraordinarily slow pace. And policy in aggregate still remains extremely accommodative, but they are pulling back slightly at the margin. So the Bank of Canada became the first one. The BOJ has kind of slightly or, or in a stealth mode tapered a tiny bit. Um, and then the BOE coming up this Thursday on the 6th, May 6th, they're expected to taper as well. They were going to become the latest bank to taper. Um, again, I've been saying for a couple of weeks now the next day on Friday, May 7th, you get the U.S. jobs report to streets modeling another blowout of about 900,000 plus ads. You get two more big jobs reports before the next Fed meeting on June 16th. If they are in the 900,000 um, range for both of those months, you are going to see the Fed start to again talk about tapering. Now, the Fed's not going to taper until late this year, um, but they're going to begin the conversation around that. And that, that again is coming up in June. So that's the kind of monetary policy narrative. On fiscal policy with Build Back Better, you know, again, we're still kind of in the negotiation stages. You still have, um, you know, the Democrats are still relatively um, have yet to settle on kind of a consensus. So you have part of the party still engaged in bipartisan negotiations. You have another part of the party complaining that the Biden um, proposals don't go far enough. Um, you know, I think Memorial Day is kind of a rough deadline for when the Democratic leaders would like to see some type of a consensus reached. Either they 
um, you know, are they're going to go down the the road of uh, passing these things on a purely partisan basis, or there's going to be some type of a bipartisan compromise. Um, But again, as far as the overall rates, um, you know, I continue to think that Biden will not get anything close to what he's proposing. Specifically in the corporate rate, I see a 25% ceiling and then the capital gains rate, um, you know, a ceiling probably around 28% or so. Um, and then the global minimum tax, again, I just think it's it's too complex to, um, you know, to come to, act- to, 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 to be realized. Um, sort of like the uh, Paul Ryan, um, the, uh, the Ryan border adjustment taxes from several years ago. It's just too complex an idea to kind of actually implement. Um, on COVID, nothing new to say either. Um, and again, I think the market right now, especially in the U.S., is looking at or is pricing in the end of the pandemic. Um, you know, so all the reopening headlines, they're failing to really resonate with investors because they just simply confirm the existing outlook. Um, you know, so again, it's, it's the pandemic in the mind of the market, at least is, is over. Um, herd immunity has been achieved again in the mind of the market. Now that could turn out to be wildly optimistic, but that's where it is right now, which is why, again, the, the announcements about kind of reopening and, and the vaccination numbers, et cetera, et cetera, domestically, um, are not having the effect that they once did. Um, now that's a little bit different in Europe where you're seeing the vaccination figures just now hit an inflection point higher. And obviously you still have several countries, um, India in particular, which are still suffering enormously under, um, from the, from the virus. Um, so that's kind of the broader macro setup for today. Um, on the micro front, you had, you know, another very busy night of earnings. So Amazon's obviously the big highlight very strong figures for the quarter, um, guidance a little bit more mixed. You know, if you had to rank kind of the super cap tech stocks, um, you know, Apple, Facebook, Google were kind of blowout, very, very impressive figures. Now, certainly the uh, inability of Apple to rally yesterday is a whole separate issue, um, you know, that, that I've been talking about and that I've been writing about in the pieces, just about how a lot of really good earnings reports are failing to um, elicit rallies in stock prices. But just looking at the numbers, Apple, Facebook, Google were great. Um, Amazon was certainly very good. And then obviously Microsoft, Netflix um, were a little bit more subdued. Um, you had a bunch more reports last night. I won't go through everyone. Um, just quickly on the semiconductors, I will say, um, you know, again, the, the numbers on paper are fine. So you had Clack, Skyworks, um, and then a couple of others earlier in the week, like Texas Instruments or NXPI. Um, you know, again, those semis have really struggled to rally um, despite putting up decent results. Like I think Qualcomm yesterday was probably the only major large cap that actually saw gains coming out of its of its report. The rest of the semis have very much been for sale. Um, and then Twitter last night also was out very disappointing um, in terms of the guidance that stock was getting hit hard in the after hours. For Europe today, you have Barclays, BNP, Paribas. Um, both for sale on their reports. B Semiconductor, which is a you know relatively small European semiconductor company, getting hit very hard on its reports. So again, just more kind of caution as far as semiconductors are concerned. AstraZeneca, Signify, which is a big uh, European lighting company, Swiss Re are all rallying in Europe on their reports. Um, and those are kind of all the big themes and trends for today as far as news is concerned. I did put out two big macro pieces uh, yesterday, including the latest bull versus bear debate in the market. Um, and then I also put out a big kind of what comes next piece, which is looking at all the critical catalysts over the coming months, um, after earnings. So, you know, you still have a lot of reports left, uh, in the Q1 season, but at this point in time, investors, um, know all kind of the broader themes and trends for the quarter. You've heard from enough, um, enough companies and all the various different industries 
that investors are kind of now moving on um, to kind of what comes next beyond earnings. So, um, and then, so check out that piece on the website. Uh, for Friday, specifically on the calendar, you have U.S. Equidata, um, the March PCE at 8.30 was, is probably the most important one to watch. You have a bunch of earnings. So the big ones out this morning in the U.S., um, AbbVie, Charter, Colgate, Clorox, uh, Chevron, Exxon, and a bunch more. And then finally, the EU is going to formally unveil competition charges against Apple today relating to its App Store policies. Now, remember, this has been in the media um, since earlier in the week, so it's not going to be a huge surprise, but that is definitely um, you know something to keep an eye on, especially after Apple failed to really see um, gains despite its impressive quarter. So that is everything for today, Friday, April 30th. Thank you for listening.